Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. It's just Steve today, Lauren, and Sharpie. How are you guys doing? Good. Hi, how are you? I am great. Howdy, I don't get Steve. Uh, howdy, I know. Sharpie. I feel like I should be saying hiya, but it didn't feel hiya. appropriate. I know. It was Come odd. Come on, Steve. Get it with the was... program. <laughs> you messed up the, the vibe there, Steve. I know. L- Where's Lisa's... Lisa? We need Lisa back. So we were at, Lisa! we went to Universal <laughs> Studios, to Halloween Horror Nights, and we did with the kids, and we did that, and then I drove back from Universal Studios in Orlando, and then she headed off to Miami to a conference uh, for travel, and then she's there, and then, uh, then she's in the Bahamas, because we're doing stuff with Sandals and Beaches Resorts. Are you and Lauren? Aren't you going there? I will be there. Yes, so, and so Sharpie's wife. Oh, Jessie. and then Jesse Sharpie's wife will be there. At, I, I will get, not. I get some Mrs. Sharpie time. I like Mrs. Sharpie time. Yeah. So you can. We will report back on uh, beaches, resorts, and sandals resorts, all inclusives, uh, and weddings. If you want to do a wedding or just a regular vacation, so they're all going there for four or five days. And I'll still be here, but yes. So all that's Except going on. Got to hold the fort down, Steve. I know. So I'll be home as well. I'm I'm oh. I'm on solo dad duty, so I'm over <laughs> here uh, quickly jotting down my uh, instant pot strategy for next week. So <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, I have pizza here, so we're good. I think for a little bit, but um. We were recently, all of us were at uh, Disney World for the Mouse Chat meetup and to and for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and a multitude of other things that are always going on at Disney World. And of course, while we were there, a hurricane looked like it was going to hit Orlando. So we thought we'd do a show on what to do at Disney World if a hurricane is coming. You know, First it was, yes. then it wasn't. Yes. Then it was. Then well, it, it felt like it was a two-week adventure. It does. It re- it, honest to goodness, <laughs> I felt like Dorian was just like, you know, I'm just going to hang out here. Maybe I'll come ready. there. Maybe I won't. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I saw I saw one meme on Facebook that, that said, hey, Dorian, are you coming? It's like, yeah, I'll be right there. <laughs> Ten minutes later. Hey, Dorian, are you coming? I don't know who all's there. <laughs> that's right. like, no, Dorian. No, no. Well, that's you, the whole either, thing. Either, either come ashore or stay out there. But in the end, we're glad Dorian decided to uh, stay out to sea. So we didn't lose Nemo in finding Dorian. No. Nope. Well, yeah. Thank and that's, that's the, the thing with going to Disney World this time of year. And then, you know, a, a week before, sometimes we have clients calling. You know, I see there's a hurricane that, you know, is in the general vicinity, might be there in a week. And and what should I do? But, I mean, nobody really knows just like that hurricane until it's really right there. I mean, you can get an idea that it might be going there. But Disney and, you know, they're not going to cancel reservations or whatever a week out. So that's that's one of the things. But if you book with a travel agent, then, you know, they have the track with Disney to keep you up to date on what's going on and what's Disney doing and are they going to close the parks or not? And as soon as that information comes out, um, we'll have it and are able to pass it on. But, uh, so they did close the parks. This Sometimes they close the parks. It seems like they're closing the parks more often than they used to in the past. And they, I do, agree. And they don't even hit. Um, they used to never close them. And now it cl- seems to happen more and more. They, um, yeah. Well, I, and, and I think the other, 
the the really big part of that is not only the we've had some very intense hurricane seasons as of late uh and the storms are staying on track a little bit longer than what they historically have have uh and and about two years ago i i, I did when, when we were really starting to get into having more and more and more and more clients traveling on a very regular basis because when when we first started uh when when Jesse and I first started with Pixie, we maybe traveled, I don't know, eight to 10 clients a year. Uh, but then once our client count really started to tick up where, where we had clients traveling at least every month, uh, that was kind of where I started to do a little bit of research on how much uh, hurricanes impact uh, Central Florida and what the seasons are. And what I what I found was peak season uh, in the Atlantic Basin for hurricanes is September 10th. So if you, if you go in like the, the two to three weeks prior to September 10th or the two to three weeks after September 10th, what you're most likely going to find is that you're going to have uh, at least at least one named storm in the Atlantic Basin at that time, whether it's a tropical depression, whether it's just something that that's kind of loosely forming, or whether it's a bona fide hurricane, uh, but over the last hundred years, uh, on September 10th, there have been uh, 50 storms within that hundred years that have been active in the Atlantic Basin as a hurricane on September 10th. So you really, that September 10th week, you're looking at a 50-50 shot as to whether there's going to be a hurricane in the Atlantic Basin, not saying it's headed towards Central Florida, but an active hurricane in the Atlantic Basin or not. So 50 percent shot, as you get closer in to that November range, you run more of a 10% shot. And if you back up into the, the very early part of hurricane season, it, say for instance, uh, between July 10th and August 1st, you you run less than a, less than a 5% chance. So that really ticks up beyond a 20% chance beginning August 20th and ending about October 20th. So August 20th to October 20th, you run anywhere between a 20 to 50% chance of having an active hurricane in the Atlantic basin. So that, and, that's my meteorology report. <laughs> but what you have to realize too with that is that that doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't travel during that time. Absolutely. It just means you need to be prepared for a possibility of something to happen. Um, in, in all the years that we've been doing this, I think I've only really encountered where Disney has closed three times in 10 years. So that's something to consider too, because in reality, it means that the storm doesn't actually hit the Orlando air, airport air, yeah. area. So with the 50% chance, it doesn't mean it's going to hit Florida. It means it could hit somewhere out in the Caribbean. It means a lot of different things. Yeah. So don't get scared by that 50% number. Also, you still can travel during that time. You yeah. just want to know what you're dealing with. And, and that was why we wanted to do this show. Yeah, and then we've had of all those storms, the the one before was it Irma, the one that um was before Labor Day, right? Wasn't it Labor Day last year? Yeah, and was it uh Hurricane Irma? I forget. I think the name. Irma was was oh, year no, before that, last. 
whatever I think and I th- don't think it was Labor Day. I think it was a little later in September. But um but even that storm though, a couple of years ago, you know, we were we had so many people in Orlando, you know, and there were there were some palm trees that, you know, maybe tipped over. There there was not a lot of damage and most of Florida residents end up going to Orlando to escape the storm. Yeah. Orlando is probably, I mean, honestly, in my, like my kids are in Florida, they're on the West coast of Florida in college. My evacuation plan is to send them to Disney. Yeah. Now, if that doesn't tell people (laughs) (laughs) how safe I think Disney is in the event of a storm, Nothing will because those two are my prized possessions. Yeah. Well, it's the center <laughs> the of the state. Of storms that that have come as far inland and done major damage in, in the in the Orlando area is extremely low. Right, and Disney has backup generators. They have plenty of food. They actually put hurricane staff on that go into a seventy-two hour um, mode where they are there for 72 hours yeah they don't they don't leave the resort. they don't leave they have a room set aside for them to to rotate sleeping so they do get rest but they are there to help to make sure everything is moving smoothly and you they sign up for it they volunteer to do it yeah. so you are in the best of hands if you do have to be in disney during a storm now here's the upside to being in disney during a hurricane it is the quietest time ever to be in Disney. Everything is walk on. And they leave the parks open until, until they have to. the absolute last moment that that they have to get guests out of the parks in order to finish their securing of of uh prop pieces and uh plantings and things of that nature. Yeah. Cuz you did Halloween so, Horror Nights this year, or not Halloween. You did a Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party when Yep. And and it, it sounded like the the crowds for that were really low because of the potential. It was, to hurt everything me. was walk on. I mean, we did everything in a couple of hours. It was crazy. Yeah. So that's awesome. Um, but that's what I mean. Like, so people hear the word hurricane and they jump the gun real quick and cancel their trips or move their trips and, and have, you know, start freaking out. And the thing is, is that if the storm doesn't hit, you want to be in Disney. Yeah. You know, that is literally your best time ever to go to Disney. Um, I had somebody during the storm last year and I, I called her up and I, she was supposed to leave the day the storm was supposed to hit. And I called her up and I said, go a day early. And she's like, what? And I'm like, go a day early. And she was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, if you can leave tomorrow, change your flight and leave tomorrow. And she was like, okay. And she did. And she hunkered down on Saturday, which was her travel day anyway, normally. So she was, she wasn't losing a day and she hunkered down in the storm and hung out and they had characters in the lobby. They fed them. She had a great time when the park opened that day, she went to the park and she had the best time. And she was like, I would do that again. You know, you, you can't, don't rip the band. Now there's times that it's really, really crazy and you can't go and that's okay. Move your flight, change your dates. Um, but don't pull the plug too easy. Cause you know, Disney's a really good place during a hurricane. <laughs> I've actually contemplated flying down there during one. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Disney is the... And you would be more likely yeah. to do that now because your kids are there. Right. The, I mean, the crowds are so low. It's like, hello, this is like guaranteed low crowd time. Yeah. And then it then it passes through and then the skies clear up and it's usually... Well, and that was the other day. thing. So, like, I mean, we were all down there, right? Were you guys all getting text messages from everybody? Oh, my God, there's a hurricane coming to Florida. Are you leaving? I know. I hadn't heard. You mean the hurricane? Like, I know. And I'm like looking around. I'm like, the skies are blue. It's hot. It's gorgeous. I'm like, no hurricane here. Yeah. <laughs> there was no rain, no nothing. It did not even rain. Yeah. There was nothing. Yeah. There was no wind, no rain, no anything. It was, there was nothing at all. So, yeah. I, and every time, and I lived in Florida and I worked at Disney World and I, I've done it all. And there's been a few that have come through and, it rains a lot, but it rains a lot, you know, like one of those big storms and it gets real windy and lightning and thundering in, in Florida pretty much every day at three o'clock during right. the summer usually. Um, but yeah, so I've never, and then I lived in Sarasota. I grew up there and, but I, you know, they were always tropical storms. You, you don't want to be in Sarasota when one comes and you're on the coast, but you definitely. That's, that's where why, my girls are. Yeah. So you, <laughs> so you move to uh, an hour and a half inland and. Usually by then it, it becomes a tropical storm and you're good to go. And Disney's yeah. been there for almost 50 years. So, so yeah. yeah. And, and we're not endorsing, you know, heading into a hurricane, but we're just saying, take the time to think about it before you go, because before you cancel, because if you cancel, you're missing out on a great opportunity to be down there once the storm settles. Yeah. And then it's a, and the, it's the a first mile. area of impact that Disney considers is the campground. That's the first thing that they evacuate. Yep. They evacuate the campground. They move everyone from the campground into Disney hotels, everyone that can fit. And they have, they have other hotels that they can kind of ch chain down to. Uh, if all of the Disney resort hotels are filled, they go then to uh, the Disney Springs area hotels. The Disney has cooperative partnerships with all of the hotels in that area to ensure that they have uh safe refuge especially for those at fort wilderness campground and then the cabins as well yeah they do a great job you know they really do a great job with with handling it and keeping people entertained i had yeah. somebody down there a couple years ago during one of them and it was back when um what you call it was open what was the indoor arcade Drawing a blank. Disney Quest. Yeah, when Disney Quest was open. Um, so the parks were shut down, and before they could get the parks open, they gave everybody free entry into Disney Quest while they got everything reopened for the parks to let everybody into the parks. Yeah, and they have things going on in the lobbies of the hotels. They sometimes have the characters show up. So it's definitely the place to be, to be entertained. I mean, there's no lack of stuff going on. Um No. So, and safety and food and electricity and, yeah. you know, I they think, if, you know, I, I do feel like Orlando International Airport um, pulled the trigger too quick on closing the airport. I, uh, here's my thing. <laughs> I, I get I, it. I go back and forth on that one. I get yeah. it. I do feel like it was a little too quick because they pulled that on what, Thursday? It was way too early and then it didn't even, it didn't even come. So here's my other thing. If every place, I, I don't, I understand. So they said they closed it so the people that work there could go home and prepare for the hurricane. So, but 
that's the one thing that everybody needs to evacuate Orlando. And, you know, so I don't understand why that, you know, then, then the hotel workers should close the hotels and go home and prepare for, you know what I mean? If, if that's yeah. how they're going to say it, then every hotel should close on that Thursday and go home and prepare. But the, but the vital critical artery to get in and out of Orlando is the only thing that says, oh, we have to close so our workers can go home and prepare for the hurricane. Right. And I do get that. You want everybody to be safe. But that's not everybody. That's just that's then then you're forgetting about the the people that drive the buses and the people that work at Disney and the people then everybody yeah. would, would leave. <laughs> so I don't I don't understand how that logic works for them. Yeah. It's weird. I don't either. But so and so I feel like if you're in that position, like you're a firefighter or you're a a police officer, then you work or you're working at the airport, then those are the positions where you work to get people. Necessary employers. Yeah. You you need, those are the people that work to make sure you're safe and you get out safely and not the first people to leave, uh, you know, three days before something might happen. But I, I, I don't know. So that's, that was what seemed odd that they closed so early before. And then, then we had people that were with us that had to figure out how to, you know, renting cars. And Well, that's and, the other thing that closed, the car rental companies. Yeah. And then you're trying to get out. They're trying to rent cars and they're trying to or, or find a new hotel. And then they're, and their flights are not canceled, even though the airport's closed. And so then they're renting a car and then they leave early and then the airport opens back up because they jumped the gun. And, but then they've already rented a car. And they're already on their way. <laughs> yeah. So it was a big mess. So that yeah. was not done well. Yeah. The whole, the whole thing with, with Orlando international, I, I, when they made that call, it, it really appeared as though Dorian was on a direct track to Orlando, but then the storm slowed down and its path shifted. <sighs> I think they, I can't say whether or not they made the right decision to, to close that early, but I can say that their decision ended up causing more problems than it solved. Yeah. Agreed. And, that and, was like and again, I get that they were trying to keep people safe. I do, I really do. Yeah. Um, but I do, it was, I, I do think it was a little, they don't normally pull the plug that quick. Yeah, that was. It was like a Thursday, and I, and and I it was know it was hit supposed to be a Monday. big storm. Yeah, but they don't normally pull it that quickly. And then they opened it, and then they closed it again, and then it never even got over. It was, like, it was anyway. But yeah, I mean, I under what happens is it's like here with school. We had an ice storm one year, and everybody got stuck at school, or they got stuck at their job. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, and so you couldn't, and people were stuck on the interstate, and people, because the roads were ice, and there's no, nothing they can do in Atlanta to get, the, they don't have enough equipment. So, like, kids were all over the place, and parents were all, for like two days until it thawed out enough. And I, like, left my car somewhere and walked the rest of the way home, and I managed to get home. but. So, so then after that, then they're gun shy, you know what I'm, so now it's, uh, it looks like it could snow 
on uh, Wednesday, so no school. And then it's, you know, sunny and 60 degrees. And you're like, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they, yeah. they over, so that's what kind of happens. And then they don't want to get in trouble for not acting soon enough. So it's, it's tough either way, but yeah. The other, um, so anything in general with, so, I mean, for us, we were just there and I just, you know, watched people try to deal with it and leaving early or canceling or trying to rent cars or trying to change flights. Um, but yeah, we got out, um, fine and everything was a okay. Um, anything else on Disney world with hurricanes? And if not, we can move on to Disney cruise line with hurricanes. I think the coolest thing of the experience that we had while we were there is because we were in the parks in the days leading up uh, to the predicted storm, we got to see the the staged pullback of the different uh, show elements. Uh, So when we were in Epcot on Saturday, we noticed that, that they had removed all of the hanging baskets from all of the street lamps from all around World Showcase Lagoon. So if you've ever been to Epcot in the summer, you know that those, they're everywhere. There are two of them on most lamp posts, all sorts of, of different hanging baskets. They were all gone. So you can just imagine the, the staffing that it takes in order to pull all of those down after the park closed on friday night for them to all be gone on saturday it was it it really is awesome how much of a plan that disney has how they roll that plan out how that plan is in stages and how that plan not only protects their assets but also protects guests uh because you saw where they had uh like the essentially like the basic uh giant saran wrap that they wrap pallets with where they had wrapped all uh like outdoor furniture and things like that to kind of mass it together uh that i saw that at one of the restaurants at disney springs uh they attached trash cans to light posts so everything that is not anchored down is secured to something or totally removed yeah, they do. Uh, it, it amazes me how they take those spires off every year when I'm in the Magic Kingdom and they bring that crane in. And they oh, pull, Steve. They pull those spires <laughs> off and then they lower them into the ground. Those circles. That is such a fake Facebook those, meme. Wait, that doesn't happen. Those, I even Stop saw it. it when I was there. I saw it on Facebook. Oh my God. I saw the Facebook post with the We're crane. Like, People, they are not removing the spires. <laughs> That is so funny. I saw. Oh, I it know. annoys me so I saw, terribly. There's the post. So terribly annoys me. <laughs> I know. I saw the post and I was like, "Oh, here it is again." There's a crane, <clears throat> like redoing the spires from years ago that someone has posted. But yes, they don't take them off, but they they are permanently attached. So, but yeah, they do an amazing job at Disney. So that's where I would head. And 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 it seems like every time a storm comes through there, it it is down to a tropical storm when it goes through there. Um, and it's still got, you know, some, some pretty substantial winds and rain and everything going on, but it's the same. I think it's like you said, Lauren, I think it's the safest place to be if you're staying in Florida. Yeah. So cruise line, I can give you my quick story. And then Sharpie has a story about, um, Disney cruise line. Um, so years ago we were going to, um, to do a Disney cruise and we drove and we stayed the night before at Disney world. So we would be about an hour 
from the port. Uh, and then we got up in the morning, we drove, I think this was before the app and all that stuff. Um, and we drove to, uh, Port Canaveral to get on the ship and there was no ship. And I was like, huh, we're supposed to be boarding the cruise ship and there's nothing here. So then we called Disney and they're like, yes, it's got stuck because of, uh, the weather in the Bahamas and it can't leave the, the castaway key Island. It's tied up. So all those people got an extra day and they're stuck in uh, castaway key until the storm passes and then they can come back to Florida. So if I ever get stuck anywhere in the world in a hurricane, pretty awesome. Can you Disney... complain about being at castaway key? Nope. I know. <laughs> and when you're on a Disney Although cruise Although being ship, on an Island during a storm, that might make me a little more nervous well, you're than on being the, in Orlando. You're on the ship. And the ship's tied up there. So you're, you're docked and it's tied, it's tied up and anchored in there. So, but, um, so yeah, so we, uh, I quickly looked and every place in Orlando was sold out in, uh, at the Disney resort as I drove back to Walt Disney world. And they said, you know, drive back to Disney world and, um, go to Epcot and they have a command station set up there. And it was amazing how well it was put together. And I kept thinking, if I was on another cruise line, they would say, yeah, we're not there. Try us tomorrow. And that would be it. There would, there was nothing, you know, there would be nothing. But we, so we go to Epcot, we park, uh, they get us tickets to get into Epcot. They take us to the wonders of life pavilion, which was, they had turned into a like recovery inter- center. Yeah. It was like a, <laughs> a total recovery center for everybody that was going to be on the ship. And they had the characters in there to entertain the kids. They had games. They had free Mickey ice cream bars, free snacks, free popcorn. You, I mean, everything. And then they had a line set up where they checked you in like you were getting on the ship. And they explained to you what was happening and why the ship wasn't there and that they couldn't get out of the thing. But it would be back tomorrow. And we're giving everybody park tickets for today. Uh, we have buses to take everybody there tomorrow, but we drove. So we were going to drive again tomorrow. Um, and here's the refund you're going to get for your missed days. Here's a, a credit for your next cruise. Here's how you're being compensated, which was more than fair. It was unbelievable. Um, and here's a guest service person. You know, is there anything else we can do for you? It was amazing how well they took care of everybody. And Disney was sold out already so they booked hotels off disney property and paid for them for everybody to stay at and provided transportation to those hotels it was unbelievable for all for what What that's that's pretty incredible and they fit what like five to six thousand people on those ships it was unbelievable so yeah so it was all taken care of and then the next day we got you know we stayed at a hotel off property they covered everything we went to uh got on the ship the next day and, and did our cruise. And it was a, you know, it was short a day, but they went way above and beyond. So I have to, uh, you know, any other cruise line, I can't imagine they would do any of that. They would say it's a natural thing. Something happened, the weather, you know, find a place, pay for it on your own. And uh, we'll let you know when the ship's back. So yeah, it, it really exceeded my expectations. They did a great job. And the fact that Disney has the facilities to do that, is is what really makes the biggest difference. Oh, because what other cruise line is going to have that type of facility inland 
Yeah. To send everyone back to entertain them, get get them all set up. Yeah, it was. And that, yeah. That's that's a pretty pretty amazing setup. Yeah, they have entertainment. They have mag- they have all those Disney Cruise Line buses. They have. Yeah, they have all, everything at their disposal, and they have all the relationships with outside hotels, even if they're sold out. So they can pull amazing things in in, in like 24 hours. I mean, there, there was literally, I mean, between 12 and 24 hours, they put all that together and staffed it and pulled all that off. And then- di- It's and, crazy. Yeah, it's amazing. So that's, that is definitely the but difference. It- it's Disney. They can they can pull things off. That's the beauty of them. That's why they get the big bucks for things, you know. Oh, and then and then did Sharpie? I have another quick cruise line thing. But did you did you do anything on cruise with Hurricane or any uh, any? Uh, well, I, I recently the what what I've observed is uh, Disney. Of course, Disney does all they can to avoid tropical systems. Uh, the uh, the Disney Magic left last week on uh, a transatlantic cruise from Dover. Uh, they did uh, the F- Disney Cruise Line's first ever stop in Northern Ireland. Uh, but then they were headed across and they were going to do um, one of the Canadian Maritime provinces uh, ports. And then they're going to do Bar Harbor, Maine, and then on down to New York City. However, because... Um, Umberto was still in active in the North Atlantic. They had to sail south to avoid the hurricane. Uh, I think it might have even just been a tropical storm at that point, but they sailed south around the bottom of it. They got into New York on uh, like either late, late Monday night or early Tuesday morning. Uh, but what they ended up doing was doing an entire port day in New York City. Everyone could come back to the ship Tuesday night, and then they would disembark the ship on Wednesday. So despite the disruption, they they still provided a a really cool port experience uh, by going into New York a day early uh, to avoid the storms. Uh, But then I've also seen them alter itineraries in the Caribbean. Uh, Say, for instance, there's a a tropical system in the Eastern Caribbean. They will make it a Western Caribbean cruise. Uh, And recently, and and I I have to bring this one up, there there was someone uh, on a Disney cruise immediately following Hurricane Dorian, and they were just distraught that Disney had changed the port plans and instead of actually going and stopping at Castaway Key, they stopped there to unload hurricane relief supplies uh, that Disney was donating to the Bahamas. And the person was so totally upset that Disney didn't let them know that they weren't actually going to get to go on shore at Castaway Key. It was just a stop there to unload relief supplies. When you book a cruise, you say, I am booking a cruise that starts this date and ends this date. This is our planned itinerary, but we do not guarantee a stop or access to the port in any of these places. We can change the itinerary at our will based on need, necessity, and guest safety. Yeah. So that's what when you when you book a cruise, you have to go in understanding that yes, this like say for instance, these three port of, ports of call may be planned, but <clears throat> that can change at any moment. Yeah. Uh, especially in uh the midst of hurricane season 
and you you can't really be upset about it because you're going to be on a cruise ship. They're going to take care of you. They're going to feed you. There's going to be entertainment on the ship, and you're going to have a good time as long as you don't get ahead of yourself and saying, well, we didn't get to go to Castaway Key, but we just dropped off hurricane release supplies. Well, they should have told us. Well, what are you, you going to do? Cancel your cruise at that point in time? Yeah, you people, yeah. That, that I was I was furious when I read that. I was like, "Come on, people! How insensitive can you be to the to the Bahamas? Who 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 just uh, part of the islands of the Bahamas completely got leveled? It so annoying. I know. Yeah, I well, agree. and they and they've they you know on our cruise they you know had a, a day miss, so they you know canceled the port or added something in or whatever. Um, so they have to change the itinerary to fit it. And then uh, I think when we did. Uh, the Mexican Riviera Sharpie. We used, didn't we go to Mazatlan, and then I think Mazatlan became non-tourist friendly, or one of those ports. Yeah, about a week and a half before <laughs> our cruise, they the State Department released uh, a travel advisory for Mazatlan, and and we ended up spending two days in. Uh, was it Cabo? I don't know, but they'll change it. I can't remember. Yeah. They, they change it up. Or they take it off future itineraries or, you know, or Cuba gets removed and then the cruise lines scramble to, to move things around. So, yeah, they there's constant things changing. Or, uh, you know, St. Martin got hit really bad a year or so ago and or Puerto Rico even. And then they, you know, st- they slowly start going back to those ports when they can. So things change all the time. But they, but you know that's that's the nature of a, of a cruise. It doesn't happen, you know. It's happened to me once or twice on a ship, but I take up quite a few cruises. So it's you not have to be willing to roll with it. Yeah, and it's usually not the norm, but something can something can come up. But Disney, out of all of them, does an amazing job on on that. The only I, I was on a cruise once that caught the tail end. I mean, even when they try to avoid those things, you know, the seas around those storms are acting up and i on the way to uh canada on from new york uh on on to uh up to what is it new england i think when i had i had a rough night where the the ship was rocking pretty bad and things were tossing and turning more than normal but i think we caught some of the seas at the end of a hurricane even though the hurricane is way out to sea we can't make the water a little rougher depending on where you're at. Anything else on weather? Hurricanes? Roll with it. Plan for it. If you're traveling anytime between middle of July uh, to December, you have to keep an eye on the Atlantic uh, two weeks ahead of your your planned trip. Uh, remember, yeah. uh, the majority of tropical systems uh, start uh, somewhere off the vicinity of the coast of Africa. So it can take them a week or more to make progress through the Atlantic. Uh, just be prepared for for interruption or be prepared to take advantage of the timeline of the storm. Yeah. And then just for d- general Disney bad weather, I know we have shows on this, but uh, a couple of quick things. They have ponchos at the parks and they have umbrellas. I bought an umbrella on my last hurricane trip because I thought the hurricane was coming and that was $17 for that little umbrella. And I was like, I'm going to use this anyways. So I just used it for the sun. We, we, we already talked about that. So for, for Stevie, for Stevie Poppins. <laughs> yes. But, um, <laughs> but 
So you can buy them or you can bring them with you and not spend the $17 on the umbrella. I just don't like the ponchos. They get all sweaty and they kind of smell. Uh, I don't like that plastic smell. But um, but they and have all that there. That's another reason, too, to, uh, and, and ba- back to, to planning during. It's another great time to use a travel agent. Yeah. Because would you rather be enjoying your vacation while your travel agent takes care of any rebooking or anything of that nature? Or would you rather be s- stuck in a, in a doorway somewhere uh, t- tucked away out of the rain in the magic kingdom, trying to figure out how you're going to get home or how you're going to change your plans. Yeah. Call your travel agent. They can make the change for you. You can continue enjoying your vacation and, and what you can make the most out of it as you go. Yeah. And even when it rains, we have shows on, you know, Disney in the rain and here's indoor activities. Here's things at Disney Springs. Here's things in Orlando. Here's the hotel activities. You know, here's how to still have an amazing vacation if you, and it, and it's not often that you, you know, usually the storms come and go and they, you know, and then the sun comes right back out. Um, but yeah, if you, if you have a couple of rainy days, we have shows that cover what to do at Disney in the rain. So don't feel like, oh, I'm not going to go. The weather's going to be bad. Um, and in our, in our case, people are like, oh, I'm not going to go. The weather's going to be bad. And I, bought an umbrella and it never rained. So with, with a quote unquote hurricane on the way. So yes, hurricanes and Disney. If you have any more questions, ideas, comments, you can go over to uh, our Facebook page or our Facebook group and uh, leave them there. I think our Facebook group is the best spot because we're pretty active in there. So just uh, search for mouse chat fan community. Lauren's in there. Sharpie's in there. I'm occasionally in there. Um, we've got videos in there when we do different things and, uh, everybody's pretty active in there if if you have any questions. So mouse chat fan community on Facebook, join the group. It's uh, not a page, but a group. We also have a page over there so you can, you can join that. Uh, you can email us at comments at email, email us at comments at mousechat.net. Um, and then you can find us on pretty much any iOS device, Android device, hopefully anywhere you look, Spotify. Uh, Google Play. I, I don't even know what they are anymore. Um, if there's something we're not on, let us know, and I'll try to make sure we get our show on there. Uh, anybody, you guys have anything else? <laughs> Nothing? Nope. That's it. That's it. That's my Lisa, pre- pretend Lisa closing there. So Lisa will be back on a future show, and we'll uh, maybe cover, well, with you, Lauren, we'll cover the the Bahamas. So, yeah, because I'm sure everyone thinks the Bahamas because they hear the storm went through there that the entire hundred uh, or thousands I of islands. I keep getting emails. I'm like, does the Bahamas like, still exist? So, I, I swear I have one client that keeps messaging me. You're going there. You can check everything out and make sure everything's intact. Right. And I'm like, yeah. there's zero damage. It's fine. Yes, yeah, because the <laughs> island. And, and that's the crazy part. Part yeah. of the Bahamas was completely decimated. But then. There were there, the the further out islands were hardly even touched. Yeah, like like zero damage basically. So I'm like, you're and, a, and don't get me wrong. I mean, there's part of the Bahamas that were basically completely destroyed. Yeah. And, so and what my island heart goes are you? Out to all of those those families. Which uh, island and which resort are you at when you're going? I'm at uh, Sandals. We're going to Emerald Bay, and we're going to uh, the Royal Bahama. Oh, the Royal Bohemian, right? Yeah. Yep. So that one's on, is that on 
On so, NASA. On NASA. All right. So that's where the, uh, what's that, ho- that giant hotel that's there? Atlantis. Yeah. So Atlantis. Atlantis. So that's, that's where the sandals is. And it's like 10 or 15 minutes from the airport. So that one's from, it sounds, you know, perfectly fine. They have a private island, or, you know, in, in quotes, um, off of there. And, and they've got a couple of really nice pools. I was there maybe five years ago. Um, so that's a really nice sandals all-inclusive resort. And then you get to go to Great Exuma. Yeah. Oh, that's supposed to be, that used to be a Four Seasons, if I remember correct. So, was it? Yeah, it it's, was like. I mean, it's supposed to be beautiful. Yeah, it used to be a, it was a Four Seasons or a Four Season-esque, one of those high-end properties, you know, like that type uh, that was originally built there. And I guess they couldn't make it work. And then uh, Sandals. It's a pain in the tookus to get to. I'm sure. I'm and, and super that's... excited to see it. Yeah. And it's on an amazing golf course, a PGA uh, golf course out there. And it's super relaxing, no traffic, all your worries go away, man. You know, Jamaican. And type you know that thing. once I see those, well, I've seen the, the Royal Bahama one, but I haven't seen the Exuma one. Yep. But once I see that one and my November trip to Sandals Antigua, I will have seen or stayed at every property. Wow. Really? Yes. Which was my goal. That's fantastic. So as of November, I will have laid eyes Mm -hmm. on, or at least, and I've stayed at almost all of them. Or laid on the beach. Or laid on the beach at almost (laughs) all of them. At all of them at that point, actually. Yeah. And she can give you all the insight. That's the other thing. Like, So that's a great reason to book. Uh, a sandals all inclusive beaches all inclusive or any all inclusive because like Lauren's been to them she's actually stayed there stayed in the rooms walked them knows the bartenders knows what to order tells you what the best drinks are what the restaurants are like what some of the her favorite appetizers are. I mean you get to know it at that level so you're you're not worried about where am I booking is it really good or not these pictures are these really the the photos on the internet or whatever and Sharpie's better half will be with me. Yeah, then so Sharpie's. I mean, Shar- Sharpie's yep. other half. Sorry, yep. I didn't mean better half. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was an old slip of the tongue. <laughs> I love Jessie. I can't wait to spend a week with her. <laughs> those resorts are so much fun. The Sandals and the Beaches Resorts. Every time we go on one of those trips, they're, I got, they're so much fun. The Swim Up Bar, those are. Oh, oh that's just, my favorite. And if you don't like what you ordered, you just order something else. And it's all included. Which is what Sharpie's wife does. <laughs> Sharpie's wife is the best. Sharpie's, I'm like, what? She, she's the best. Drink, she knows, hey, what are you drinking? And she's like, I don't know. She orders all the awesome Here, drinks. Try it. <laughs> That's what she says exactly. She's like, try it. Yeah, she knows all. I. She's like, gets you like the whole idea of all the different types of drinks. I like. I never knew that they made all these different drinks. And then I. No. I just asked she's her what like, she it's ordered. The Bob Marley. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I had the Bob Marley and the Hummingbird and the Dirty Banana and then the Superman and the, I don't oh, even know. Jesse had the Superman last time. I That's right. There were so many things and you're like, oh my gosh, this is the best. And you're floating She's like, there. I don't know. It looked like a nice color. I asked them to make me one of them. Yeah. And you're just, and you're listening to the <laughs> music. Worried. I'm like, you are so funny. I can't. Yeah. So we'll have a show on, it's, it's great. If you haven't been to Sandals Beaches or any all-inclusive there. We've been from the entry level ones up to the top level ones, and they're a lot of fun. So, yep. And the Caribbean is so close, so it's a great way to get away and get out of the cold, which is coming soon. 
All right. I actually, I think I already closed the show. So yeah, if you have any questions, you can also send comments to, uh, or uh, questions to comments at mousechat.net. But really, uh, the Facebook group is the best way to, to get in touch with us. So thanks for listening and uh, join us again next time on Mouse Chat. <laughs>